so I went to a dinner. Um, for anyone that listens to this that knows me, that's a bit of a surprise because I've been swerving those things. Uh, the insurance industry dinner dinners. Uh, pretty much the entire time I've been in the industry. I bought a dinner suit when I was 18 uh, and it's been out four times so far, including the one I went to last week. So it's a bit of a step for me to go, especially when I'm you know, not really plugged into the, the UK industry in the same way that I was before. Um, so yeah, it was, a, you know, it was eye-opening. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, to see a load of people that I hadn't seen for ages, some ex-colleagues, uh, you know, some really happy faces, um, people I was happy to see. And I guess that's kind of what those dinners are about. Um, but I spotted a couple of things, and as usual, I'm going to talk about. I don't want to get down on anyone, that's not what this is about. Um, but what I noticed was that, um, like, the age in the room, like the age in the room was unbelievable. You know, there were some young guys, you know, some really cut, and there's some fantastic people that I used to work with who are young and good, and you know, they're not these big dominant personalities that we, we've got um, or had in the industry as the people who kind of made it, you know, in inverted commas. Um, but they're good. And they don't need to be dominant personalities anymore. They can just be good and succeed and win. And fair enough, fantastic, good on all of those young people. Um, but equally, you know, the room was full of old. And that that kind of... And I don't, I don't mean old in a discriminatory or derogatory fashion. I just mean that we've got an ageing industry. I've just been talking about it on the visit I was on for the charity um, about how many people are going to drop out. And that's the first problem about this is... You know, we, we've got, we're aging. You know, the industry's aging. We're getting young people in to an extent, but it's not really sexy enough. You know, people are working longer now, but we're gonna have this, you know, all of a sudden there's gonna be a talent gap. We're gonna lose a load of the people who are probably really, you know, some of the better, better people in the businesses. Are we necessarily replacing them? I'm not 100% certain that we are. Um, but the other thing that comes with that age is and I'll, I'll personify it with what something that someone said to me I don't believe and this is a quote I don't believe in social media I believe in looking people in the eye and that's how you do business and I'm not gonna get down on that individually either you might be listening you know all the best to you um, you know with all my heart I, you know I think you, you, you've, you've built a great business and you know, whatever but I've probably just divided the listeners in half there's a half of the similar kind of age who think it's all about old school, and, you know. Um, then the other half, the young guys that I've just been talking about, they'll be thinking, yeah, well, you're right, you know, social media is the future and whatever. But look, I'm just going to tell you this one thing, and I didn't say it on the night because I I, when when that was said to me, I, I just I just don't want to be aggressive that way, um, which is not my nature. My nature is to be aggressive and push back, but I'm trying so hard. You know, I almost feel like I'm off pub fiction, like I'm trying so hard to be the shepherd. Like, listen, the typewriter never saw itself going out of business. Ever. The typewriter was a mainstay. You know, and there was probably some losers, unfortunately, who invested heavy in the typewriter six months before word processors came out. And who saw that coming, right? 
it's slightly different to that with social media because we can see it coming. It's going to happen. It's already the biggest advertising, the most successful advertising platform, the best way to get your clients' attention. Shit, listen up. If you're in insurance broking or insurance underwriting, your clients, your customers, your business partners are on social media. Somewhere, somehow, one way or another, they are on there. Whether they're on there personally with a Facebook and they don't do anything about their business on there, whether they run a Twitter account and that's got a kind of mishmash of it, they've probably got a personal LinkedIn page full of information about themselves. They're on social media. If you're not on it and someone else is, they're going to start building relationships. And all that hard work that you think you put in to build a relationship by driving around and bringing people and eyeballing them and being that dominant personality, people will just crush it with social media. I just want to follow up with part two of I went for a dinner um, and clarify a couple of thoughts. The most important thing I think I want to get across here is I never said the old ways don't work. The fact that I choose my businesses to do all of my business development via social media is irrelevant. Right? The fact is, the trick is that people buy from people. You have to be able to generate that. You have to be able to turn it into something. And I'm not saying that cold calling doesn't work. I'm not saying that driving around and knocking on doors doesn't work. I'm not saying that sending people tea bags in the post broken network, that was amazing by the way, doesn't work. Right? I'm not saying that buying everyone's sweets doesn't work. I, you know, I might hire out a hall and fill it full of booze and get loads of people to turn up. Hell, I threw a party this time last year for the charity and all of the businesses that have supported us for the longest time, right? I, I hired, and I'm gonna give some shout outs, I hired out to my account, I, I went to my accountant, Evolution. They lent me their cool new offices. Uh, I went and bought a bag load of beers and sweets and random stuff and Prosecco, and we just had a little party. No one got really drunk, it wasn't that idea. It was just everyone, thank you very much, I want to make a speech, and we all hung out and everyone met some people, and I think some people did some business, and have happy days. Like, I'm not saying that. If you watch any of my social media, uh, sorry, my MIFB social videos, you'll see referrals are the golden thing in insurance broker. If you want to make sales, or underwriting, if you want to make sales, that's the trick, that's the business to be in is referrals, but you've got to build that network by, by developing yourself as a person, and as a personal brand. And that's really the thing I want, to, um, I want to talk about. Up until social media came out, your personal brand was what you said about yourself, what you put on bits of paper and gave to people, and then what other people said about you. That was how your personal brand was made up in the insurance industry, right? Now, you can control that all with your own media. You can control the whole process, you are your own media company, you know, you're, you're your own videographer, photographer, article writer, interviewer, you know, all that stuff, right? So instead of trying to get word of mouth, which is like the weirdest thing ever that I've heard people say, you can just fucking control word of mouth, right? And you can do that two ways. One, you figure out what your brand is, what your what your point is, your reason for existence, what your thing is, right? And you work hard at building that brand, and then you create content around it. That might be videos, 
on social media. That might be picture posts. That might be text posts. That might be blogging. That might be creating a newsletter for your clients to, to join because they think you're so cool and rad and that they want your advice. That might be, it could be anything. It could be a, any one of a million things. But what it isn't, what it certainly isn't, is just doing it the old way that everyone's been used to doing it and doing it slow and... New text message from Snoopaloop. Sorry about that. And, and doing it the old-fashioned way. The other side of it is the advertising platform behind social media is amazing, right? If you're not using that ad platform to its, its biggest... So not only can you get your network to see stuff organically and get them to like it and share it with their friends and pass it on so you get more and more visibility and you can build your personal brand that way, you can also use targeted advertising to make sure the people that maybe won't see it from your extended net from your extended network actually get to see it you can shove it right in their face and you can pay next to nothing for it and you can target them whereas before how would you go and find those guys you go and knock on their door right and that would cost you a fortune right and i'm not getting down on anyone again you know what i mean but that biggest thing here circling right back around to the first part of this going to a dinner segment is people buy from people they like you or they think you're the best or they feel sorry for you or they think you've given them so much value that they can't possibly say no to your newest advance your newest product people buy from people in this, and particularly in this industry it's huge and you're not building a personal brand and you're relying on driving around and meeting people and hoping you make relationships that way when you could done half of that 